The uh, Gospel of John is loaded, well, not loaded, but uh, refers to the hour of Jesus many times. It's the only evangelist who does this, only in John. And for him, the hour, it's not 60 minutes, it's the hour of the cross and death and resurrection. That's the hour, the moment. And if you read the Gospel of John in the very beginning chapters, when he does his first, not miracle, but in John it's called signs, the first sign, what's the first sign? Anybody? Ah. At changing water into wine at the wedding feast of Cana. And um, in that miracle or sign, Mary says, you know, son, Jesus, they've run out of wine. And he says, what concern is, is that to me, woman? My hour has not yet come. So already from the very beginning, John is preparing us for this moment, because this is the moment. This is the Christian moment, the one that we are supposed to look at and know and understand and take into our hearts and our own lives, because somehow we are supposed to unite with Christ on that cross so deeply that the love without any conditions or limits that is on that cross and in the words on the lips of Jesus as he's dying, Father, forgive them all, they know not what they do. Those words are meant to become our words. We're supposed to become one with that cross. And if we do, then we hear the words of the readings today. They make sense, and they actually are realized. It says that in the Book of Wisdom, echoing the words of Isaiah too, that they were going to put the just one to death, a shameful death, persecute him and torture him. This is all the language. And then it says, these were their thoughts... But they erred, for their wickedness had blinded them. And just before that, they had said this, and this is why they erred. They said, let us condemn him to a shameful death, for according to his own words, God will take care of him. Well, he did. I mean, how else can you explain the cross if it isn't a divine moment where Jesus and the Father are so connected that he could love while being tortured to death? It makes no sense unless it's a divine moment. And truly God's love has filled him in the depths of his pain and suffering. And it concludes why they erred, because it says, for their wickedness blinded them, and they knew not the hidden counsels of God, neither did they count on a recompense of holiness. This is the holy moment. The recompense, the payment was that he could love in the face of God death, and evil. And so when we hear in John's gospel today, as we're being drawn now, here we are in the fourth week of Lent, we're slowly coming to the cross. We're slowly going to get there. And not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, we'll have the Passion of Luke, and then on Friday, the Passion of John. It's always the Passion of John on Good Friday. So we're being drawn to the cross, to the great Paschal mystery, the death and resurrection of Jesus the Christ. And in John's gospel, now it, it already begins to surface. Uh, why is he out there in the open when they're trying to kill him? Do you think that the authorities are beginning to believe he is the Christ? And then we hear their argument stop. That the Christ, no one will know where he comes from, but we know where he comes from. But Jesus says, you know where I came from, but what you don't know is the one who sent me. 
And of course, he's speaking about God the Father. And so in that revelation, he once again is uniting with this Father who will unite with him so deeply when he's on that cross and going through his awful death. It's a great mystery that is being revealed as it is every single Lent, but it's a powerful one. And we're called to recognize this. We're called to open to it because the more that we understand that cross as best we can, and the more that we can find ourselves uniting with that, we will discover depths of love in ourselves that are incredible, that we could love those who hate us, forgive those who hate us, pray for those who persecute us. That's the great power and the mystery of our faith. Please stand. As children of God, let us call upon our Father with the needs of our church and of our world as we pray.